Hello you guys, it's Dilo here with another episode of Dilo Discussions. This podcast episode, I have two amazing guests. Um, I'm going to let y'all introduce yourself. My name is Jay Ken. Y'all already know who it is. You know what I'm saying? Follow my Instagram at underscore J-K-E-N-A-A underscore. Go ahead, follow me. Period. Yeah, my name is Shannon. I'm going to show my Instagram out at the end. All right, period. So, y'all... This podcast episode, we are diving deep. We are getting very, very personal. So um, just to start off, I want to know, uh, what do y'all do whenever you start to feel like, well, before we actually get into the topics, how have y'all been feeling? Like, how y'all been feeling here lately? Man, talk about getting paid and smoking. I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah, same. Okay, I, honestly, I've been doing good. Honestly, y'all, we're gonna be getting back to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. We're gonna turn up. We're gonna have a little trip, a little trippy trip in Nola. Yeah, I'm gonna be down in you. Arkansas. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Right, and we're gonna miss you too. And honestly, yes. I would wanna come back. Like, if they allow us to come back to this campus, oh, that'll be everything. Anyway, everything. so <laughs> to the topic. So, um,. How do y'all, like, go through life whenever y'all feel like y'all can't trust, y'all y'all can't think, y'all can't act? Like, whenever y'all are in a state of, like, hermit mode, whenever y'all just feel like everything is coming against you, like, what do y'all do? I would say that I just distance myself from everybody. Yeah, smoke and keep me calm. Yeah. I just smoke a lot and stay to myself until I feel like social to where I can trust people again. I trust people again. I'm gonna say like until I feel like I can talk to people again or be around people again. Right. I feel like for me, um I very much analyze, okay, why do I feel this way? And then sometimes I could figure out, oh, I was either bothered by something that somebody did or bothered by a, a situation or Maybe even I just figure out that, oh, I'm, I feel a little bit depressed. This is why I feel like I can't think, I can't do any of this stuff. Like sometimes I figure out other emotions that I, I guess, don't know that I'm dealing with right at the moment because life is just so continuous, I guess, in a way that like, you know, you don't really get to fully experience everything that happens in that full day, you know, mm-hmm. at least for me, I know. So whenever I start to feel like, I'm in my hermit mode and things like that. I just try to analyze what's going on, what have I experienced, and try to just see, okay, how am I feeling in a, in, a, in that certain moment? And yeah, that's what I do. What do you do, Java? Like, I would say if I'm ever in a state where I feel like I gotta go in a hermit mode, I'm obviously confused. I don't like being confused. I like to analyze every aspect of it. See if I'm making sense of myself and sense of the situation yeah. and really analyze it and take my time. You know, I definitely go with the flow with it whenever it comes to me feeling like stuckish and like confusion for sure. Because that's usually what makes me go internal mode mm-hmm. when I'm stuck in confusion. I don't like it. And I'm a very much go with the flow type person. So usually I'm able to get out of it quick because I'm able to figure it out quick. And I feel like I don't get stuck in that a lot unless it's about something like more major, like 
what I want to do in my life type shit. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. So. I feel that. So, um, the next question I wanted to ask you guys is like, when y'all think about your higher self in the sense of like you at your greatest that that you are striving to be, because you know each day we do try to, you know, strive to be better people mm-hmm. by just you know correcting habits or just moving about life you know with some different kind of motion or whatever the case may be yeah um what does it look like for y'all to be at your higher self like how does that feel for (laughs) y'all uh i would definitely say when i think about my higher self well when it comes to meditation i think about my hobby low-key be dancing with my higher self in meditation just to get my illusionary right when it comes to meditation but uh what i imagine illusionary wise is like a figure of me but a beam of light right and Mm. then mentally wise i imagine my higher self i would definitely say on the highest level of myself which i would say i'm pretty understanding optimistic person who's able to see from a lot of different perspectives so with that being the case, that being amplified times 10 with the grace of knowledge and gratitude. It's a bad motherfucker. So, <laughs> so, so, I would say that's, that's what my higher self represents. Just the, you know, this frequency skill. Gratitude is on the highest, I think. Yeah. Very grateful. Very knowledgeable very much walking with the law of attraction the universe itself in a very formatted structured peaceful stable way i feel that i feel that do you want to go okay (laughs) so i feel like um for me what it what it looks like for me for me to be at my highest self um a lot of times I connect to that, like Java said, you know, through my through my meditation and then just through certain life decisions, I can tell, oh, I'm, I'm operating in my higher self or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, not to say that I'm not on that vibration, you know, other times, but I try my best, you know, I try my best. But I know for me, what it feels like is me being, I don't want to say, I'm not going to say in the image of God, but I say, I would say, uh, like God, being like God. So being, feeling Christ-like, I feel like will have to be me feeling like me at my highest self. And I feel like whenever I say that, I mean like me feeling renewed, me feeling purified, me feeling uh, like in my gratitude, Mm -hmm. me feeling, you know, like I, I'm walking with grace every single day. Yeah. So I feel like for me, that's what my higher self feels like. You know, that's what it looks like to mm-hmm. me. Um, Ooh, I gotta say something okay. about that though, because it's like, first of all, everybody got a higher self, right? So right. Like, we're created in the image of God. My whole thing is with humans in general, we don't realize we're a whole nation of fucking gods. And the people, this earthly experience will dumb down that factor of what we daily average humans, they like to consist of the shit we can actually do in this reality. 
We ain't gonna talk about it, but goddamn. Yeah, I feel, I feel that. Um, so the next question that I wanted to talk about is, what are some of y'all's personal eggs? Like, y'all know what eggs are, right? Right. You know, like when we find something like gross about some somebody or off, like it turns you off or off putting, uh, cringy. Honestly, like I don't know, everything turn me off. Like it can be the smallest thing. I don't know, like I don't know. Hmm. hmm. It can be the smallest stuff for me. Like, <laughs> like what? What? Like, like give us like an example, like a experience of like an egg. People hygiene. Okay, yes, you know, yes. Like the boyfriends that I had, like when they smell bad, it's like an absolute turn off. Like I don't even. Yeah, yeah. it's like put that shit away. Especially, <laughs> especially at our grown age, like you should be able to like mm-hmm. keep yourself up. Like you should know, like you should be able to smell yourself. Stuff like that. Especially when you know that nigga ain't did nothing. Right. You like, ain't been outside like, what are you doing? working hard, laboring. Mm-hmm. Keep yourself clean. Like, right. why are you smelling like that? Like, yeah. But some girls be liking that, and that shit is so nasty. Like, you know, some girls do be liking that. Damn. Okay, I I feel like I have to confess something. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. No shame in this. No podcast. shame on this podcast, God, you know okay? I ain't gonna lie. I feel like it's no, okay sometimes, but it cannot just be like just the worst thing. No, like I mean, I, I mean, I it cannot like, just be you, the worst thing. I think got shower and forget to put on deodorant, like. You, you know. Go I feel like if it's my man and you've been my man for a minute. Mm, that may be a little, a little lenient to some, to some degree. No, I'm See, telling you, go wash your, go wash your ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't wash your ass right, first of all, just know. Secondly, okay. I'm gonna just let you know because I want somebody to let me know, so I'm gonna let you know. Yeah, I'm the type of girlfriend to where if you stay, you try to lay next to me at night. No, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep somewhere until you get in the shower. I'm telling you, like, hang in my bed, so yeah. get in the shower. I'm gonna hang you some deodorant. I'm gonna hang you some milk. I'm gonna be real nice with it because mm-hmm. that's how I want somebody to be with me. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? If I just, I you feel know, that. Happen, be, you know, now it's fine. Let me know because I want to let you know because sometimes as humans we slip up. Yeah. But at the same time, you ain't washing your ass right. That's a whole different fucking story. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I don't <laughs> so, care. Like, whenever I say, oh, I may be a little lenient, I'm uh-huh. not talking about a nigga that ain't washed his ass. I'm not talking about no. that. That's not what I'm talking about. That's talking not what the fuck I'm talking about. Bum, 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 Hell bum, no. Bum, In that case, I don't even want the dick. Don't even ever come this way. Because no. you done try to disrespect me after that. What is um personal ick of yours? Uh, I would say it's more on the mental side of people. Okay. If people think a certain way, that automatically just aches me. I was like, I would say the number one thing emotionally that aches me off of people, I would definitely say emotional immaturity. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole lot of that shit. That shit's draining, bro. Yeah. Like, I just personally can't be around it. Like, a whole lot of emotional immaturity. Like, that's, that's nothing. It, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that emotional immaturity. But like, why is that for you? Like, why is that a personal that for you? So like, I'm an empath. That's just so draining. Like, if you're like just on a certain level where it's like, I can't even. People who are emotionally thing. immature, bro, they will drain you out of a conversation. And not even realize they're doing it because that's how emotionally 
ignorant they are mm. to how Say that again. certain ways of how they come off about life. Like, I don't want to be around somebody that just views life in such a shitty way. Like, yeah. I'm good off of that. That's an ick, too. Like, fuck, no, nah, I'm good. Yes. I romanticize my life, if anything, and I try to get the best of what I can out of it. So why would I want to surround myself around somebody who just, life is just fucking shit to them all the time. And yeah. That's all they can see. If you're, like, if life is hitting you hard and you try to look at life a certain way, fuck yeah. That's but somebody with no, no, no hope. No, no hope, no joy in life, real life. Optimism, none of that. None of that. Like, uh-uh. That is so low vibrational. Like, imagine dating, like, somebody that's so low vibrational where they don't even see how life can be a turning point in any capacity exactly. for them. And they just think it's a continuous downward spiral. I know what Not that feels like. just that, but, like, in friends, too, because it's like, <laughs> you know... People you hang around, you love and care about them, right? I mean, I feel like you should morally as you know, a person who's connecting with people, right? So why would you want them to see life so ugly? Right, right. I feel like I had a lot of friends that were like that, especially like in middle school that mm-hmm. were like, I don't know if it was just a trend to be like depressed, it, it but like, I don't that's fucking understand. What this world like, wants. They want to feed off right. the hurt. I'm so happy that that whenever I was young, though, like, I ain't gonna lie, I did go through my own little, you know, depression and things like that. But after I went through my own shit of, Mm. like, realizing, oh, this is what life was taught to me as, and then I'm Mm. growing up and I'm seeing what life actually is, you know, depression do hit. Then, whenever I saw that some people was treating it like a trend, Mm. like, in the sense of, like, you see areas of their life where it's just like what are you bothered with and then you then they tell you and then you just be like okay um i'm 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 completely off of this energy like i'm so happy whenever i was young i honestly understood who actually was doing stuff for out of attention and who wasn't doing shit out of attention because i was not finna let that shit drain me a lot and a lot of people thought i was mean in school for that but i just knew like who was doing that shit just to be doing that shit and who was actually going through something like for real and i just was like damn like that is so weird i feel like my personal icks is people that are liars Mm. i just can't stand that shit like Mm. because just like we are grown we're all grown you can do something that i don't like that's life Mm. that happens every day like Mm. you will not be the only person who told me something that I didn't want to hear. Like, so it's just like, I feel like that goes along with like emotional immaturity. Like, why do you feel like you got to lie? Because a a mature person be like, hey, I'm going to tell it like it is. And this is what it is. But it's just like somebody that's just so emotionally immature would just lie to make themselves feel good, mainly, and then to make you feel a little satisfied Mm -hmm. with their character. And it's just like the character you're giving off is fraud. And it's just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that's very much like in family and friends, and friends relationships yeah. and romantic relationships. Like oh, I lie, lie to me. And honestly, I just, I just, mm-mm. that just bothers me. That's like my number one, ick, like somebody lying to me, especially if I find out that you lying to me and don't let me find out fast as fuck. 
that, that you lied to me? Because then I'm going to get in that ass for real about it. Like, for real, for real. Um, So, another question I wanted to ask you guys is, do y'all know y'all, y'all's family's history? Like, in the sense of, like, you know, we kind of talked about it on our own personal time, yeah. but I want us to kind of, like, talk about it a little bit, like, you don't have to get personal, you know, but it's like, do y'all know, like, some of y'all's family? Yeah, I'm going to say my mom's side. I know her side a lot, but I don't know my dad's side at all. So, yeah. That's about it. But I know my mom's side a lot. Like, I come from a good family. Yeah, yeah are, they, are they country? Are they city like? I say they are city like. Okay, okay. Period, period. But I like my family. Like, I feel like they all set. Good examples, honestly. It's okay. just like people. I feel like people just kind of like broke. I, I feel like my mom's generation and probably my grandma's generation kind of like. I think mom's generation probably like broke the curse as far as like kind of like sometimes kind of like not doing good. Like, because yeah. my granddad, they took care of they, they took care of their families. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They made sure everything was like okay as far as family. Make sure y'all stay close. Mm-hmm. They had everything together. Right. Like mom and them. Like I feel like they just they kids just be everywhere. Yeah. Do you feel like it's more of like since you kind of just say you know your granddad and everybody you know really took care of like the family? Do you feel like that it is more of an important role for like not to talk about gender roles because I feel like it don't matter as much, but I feel like because of this conversation, do you feel like um? it is always important for like men to be in the family for the family to be set up. You know what I mean? I honestly don't think so. Cause I feel like I grew up, I grew up around all girls and I feel like yeah. I'm perfectly fine. So, yeah. but I feel like I do want a family. Like I feel like it is always good to have like a father figure or a man, especially if you want to have kids, a good man in your kid's mm-hmm. life. Cause you can't teach your kids everything by yourself. I feel like you can't teach your kids everything. Yeah. Well, you probably can, but and it'd be hard yeah yeah like, it'd be more on you more on you like mm-hmm. a right it's a whole human you have to actually bring up and people downplay that shit every day a whole human that you gotta bring into this world of yeah, so like, many different and people and i want my so kids to be like i don't want my kids to be perfect but i want my kids to like be advanced to where like they know what's mm-hmm. going on and what not to do and what to do yeah. That's how I want to be. I just I want my kids to be safe. That's it. Uh, I know relationship problems are nothing. I want them to be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know some of your family history, Java? Like I know a good. Okay, my mom's side. On uh, her mama's side, I know my great grandma had goddamn twelve, thirteen kids. One of them too. And I know. On my mama, daddy side, my grandpa, he got a whole bunch of family in Louisiana. His grandma had a few kids, but not that much. But he had, he was in college with that much. <laughs> How many kids he got? Like seven. Seven kids? I think. Okay. I think he got seven kids. Maybe six. Too many kids. Yes. <laughs> Hello, um. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the details of my family history. I can't say that I do. Like, I know we got some Indian. I know 
the basics, but I'm gonna have to hit up with my family members to actually get some more details because of that ancestry and the specific background. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, mm-hmm. I feel like with my family, I know some history in the sense of I knew that my ancestors in like the 19, no, 18. 40s they had bank accounts and things like that mm-hmm. um but we are actually trying to get as much information on my family as like as possible because mm-hmm. we feel like y'all like if you find out some stuff about your family you may be entitled to some very interesting benefits in life like True. honestly like with my with my side of the family like we're trying to see exactly the percentage of um what they call them Native Americans, yeah, Native American. but you know, no, no shade or nothing, but they call them that. Um, we got some of that in our blood. And so, yeah, I, um, I actually, um, I have some Native American, I have some Irish, I have, um, some, um, uh, well, my ancestors, well, some of my ancestors were traced um, to Africa, but they were traced to, like, Ghana. Mm. Um, but That's interesting. Yeah, they were traced to Ghana. And some of my ancestors were actually traced in the U.S. as well. Which is, like, very interesting to me because it's just, like, wow, like, to know that, like, I have ancestors that, that came together in this U.S. just the way everybody is now. And it's just like, then it was so much, so much more scarier because you're dealing with, you know, people being enslaved and then you're dealing with people being given rights as well here. Right. And then it's just like, now, yes, we're dealing with that too, but it's not as bold as it was then, I feel like. Right. And I just feel like it's very important just to know exactly where your people came from just so you know the line of history of damn they went through this they were mm-hmm. from this and right. just line it up to what's going on in your life now it's just really be like it kind of be very eye-opening like especially whenever i found out that like some of my ancestors had bank accounts like in those timings like and i found out also which is kind of very interesting some of my ancestors actually owned slaves they were black but they were not enslaved. They were like indentured uh, mm. servants. They were like servants to yes. my ancestors I and mean, things like that. That's all they could do to protect their people for real. Which yeah. Right. Which really do make sense because I done a lot of history as far as Little Rock. Because, mm. you know, I've really felt very optimistic about finding out things about Little Rock. Because that's, that's where I'm from. And... Honestly, um, I found out some interesting things when it comes to a lot of the um, architecture. I have uh, a very, 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 very great uncle um, mm-hmm. that actually made a lot of what well, made the architecture for um, buildings in Little Rock oh, that geez. are vacant now, but was very much popping back then, back in the day. like. Mm. Honestly, and just found out a whole bunch of just great history about Little Rock in general. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I feel like I just wanted to ask y'all some questions about y'all history and see what y'all know. Like, mm-hmm. 
honestly, y'all, we got to pour into it because it's mean, really like, nice to just know. I mean, like, um, I can say my great-grandma, whenever her house flooded, since her house been there for so long, she was a representative for the area because she was, like, the oldest person that had been there. Her house was, too. Mm-hmm. And she met, she ended up, I forgot the details, but her and my uncle ended up meeting Obama. Period. Some meeting happened to her. It did something for the schools. I don't remember exactly, but I'm going to have to look at the newsletter my grandma got. Yeah. That's the only piece of history. I'm not going to lie. I found out some of my history just by simply looking up great great uncles' names on the internet. And then stuff popping up as far as the area, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But also spiritually, I've been, you know, I had dreams. I had dreams of my great, great, great uncle paintings before I even knew who he even was. Like, it was crazy. Just, you know, things like that just comes along and I wanted to get into some of the topics as far as the conversation so y'all know that feeling whenever you feel like either drained or you feel like so consumed by something that that could be either a task or just a goal in your life and you feel like damn you feel kind of like depleted is the word but at the same time you still got the motivation but you know you're the only person for the job like how do y'all like come back how do y'all motivate yourself in those spaces of feeling like you you all used up and you know that you're the only person for the job but you're so drained and like what do y'all and they keep swimming and they keep swimming and they keep swimming that's that's the shit that pours in my head every day okay the keep swimming melody <laughs> will do a lot and affirmations to encourage yourself mm. don't downplay that shit record yourself for one time you never gotta say it again just play that shit play it to the universe affirmations Wait, can you say the question again like basically whenever you are feeling like you're the only person for the job but you're feeling like go to for stuff or no like like let's say you know for example you have a restaurant and you know you're the only person for the job in a sense of making sure everything gets done what do you do whenever you are dealing with so much and you have everybody is dependent on you whether it is conscious or or unconscious of you know that being you know your responsibility like what do you do whenever you start to feel like damn i don't want to do this shit no more like i think that i shut down sometimes like Mm -hmm. i shut down a lot you know i go like in this space and just try to like like just let everything out i just cry let everything out right Mm -hmm. there and then go back and like try yeah i feel that I just be trying to, I, I just be, I, I be having to like let my cries out all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I can't just keep it in. So I got, I'm like crying for people. So I got to go somewhere private to cry and then try to like come back like, like, like I wasn't crying and fix everything. No right. shame in the game. When you cry, you releasing all that energy out. Yeah, bro. I feel that. But at the same Guilty, time, so. I understand I want to cry around everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah not around everybody. I feel that. I, I, I am the queen of going away yeah. and crying and coming back be, like I wasn't just. I gotta be in pain, pain to like actually <laughs> cry yeah, in front of like, somebody. Like, if you see a tear fall down my face and I ain't laughing my ass off, because I do have. I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can't hold it in. Like I didn't have it was like that's why I just cried and I can't hold it in. I'd be in front of somebody just break down crying like 
and I don't like doing yeah. that, but you, they say it's healthy to so like let everything out, like yeah, let everything out. Yeah, I feel that. I feel like for me. I normally, whenever I feel depleted, but I know that like the responsibility is just mine and mine alone and everything. I typically, I try to meditate and go to God. Some, you know, first I may go to a blunt. I ain't no, gonna lie. Blunt, I may always. go to that blunt first. You know, you gotta friend, go through the sun but... to get to the spirit. You know what I mean? I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But um. <laughs> But um, honestly, though, I very much be trying to go to God, like, because it's just like, I know that, like, that's my help, like, no matter what I'm going through in life. And it's been proven to just be there for me as far as, like, any time that I went through anything really, really bad in life, I had no choice but to, to, but to pray. Like, so yeah. that really just be what I do. I, and then whenever I'm feeling like, damn, this responsibility is mine, I'm feeling like nobody wants to help me and shit like that. Nobody wants to be there for no for me. Nobody want to support me. Nobody want to encourage me. All that shit. I very much just, I just very much just go to God because then whenever I want to tell somebody how I feel, you know, I feel like, damn, is it valid? Because it is my responsibility, especially when you have that inner knowing that the job is you is yours, mm-hmm. the task is yours. You know. Mm-hmm. And that could just be spiritual, it could be financial, it could be, you know, economical when it comes to this world. But a lot of the, a lot of times, whenever I mean by like I go to God, like most of the times I always spiritual, like warfare where I'm going through all these tasks of me having to learn all these different le- lessons and not being helped, it seemed like by people, but I'm being helped like spiritually and Whenever I'm feeling like, damn, I don't know what to do next. Like, I just try to go to God and be like, God, okay, what do I do next? And most of the time, God just be like, just listen. I'm going to give you the tools when you're ready. And then I just, I just sit in that and I just allow life to run its course. And I just try to find whatever, whatever clue out there that I need for me to get through whatever. Whatever I'm going through as far as the task and everything, but um, right, just having that faith. And I also wanted to talk about where do y'all experience the most pain? Like whenever, like whenever I say that, I mean like, is it in relationships? Is it with family? Is it with yourself? Is it with your job? Is it like when you experience pain, where do you feel it the most? I feel like I feel it the most in relationships. Okay. <laughs> because I feel like I put my all into relationships. Like every time I relationship, I put my all into that one first. And I feel like I shouldn't mm-hmm. do that all the time because I feel like that's what messes everything up with me. Like I put my all into that one first and then my feelings get involved. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just mess everything up. My family is my soft spot, but they're like, it's not like a... You pour more energy into the relationship yeah. than you do with family or... Yeah. I love my family, but I don't put energy into yeah. them for, like... Yeah. Yeah, and ain't nothing wrong with that, because I will admit, I've, I do the same thing. I pour more into my relationships than I do with my family, and mm-hmm. I know that, that 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 isn't exactly right, but I feel like when you come from certain family backgrounds, you kind of have no choice but to be like that. So, you know, it just really is a case-by-case type situation. I know for me, I feel more comfortable having my energy with a partner than some of my family. So it feels only right for me to 
pour my energy more into my relationships than my family dynamic. But um, back to the topic, where do you feel the most pain, like Java? Mm, where do I feel the most pain? I would say just because I have a lot unresolved with it is like the confusion of family dynamics for sure. Mm. I would say just because so much history behind a lot, but at the same time, it makes me feel like maybe it's more <coughs> of a self thing. Mm -hmm. If I'm saying family, maybe it's more self thing. I'm not completely sure, honestly. Mm. I don't think it's like my most pain is through relationships. I think I've met beautiful people in my lifetime. So it's like, I haven't had like a whole bunch of shitty experiences with people I've connected to. I've had not great experiences. I've had, I, don't get it confused, but um, that's why I would be like, Either family or myself, either one of those mm. two, I can't really decipher, really, mm. which is something I gotta think about. <laughs> yeah, I feel like for me, I feel the most pain whenever it comes to, hmm, I have to say family as well, mm. because I feel like I've experienced my most pain in life through family situations. And I feel like because of those situations, it's carried out into my other relationships. But that it's kind of like a cancer, you know what I mean? Where yeah. it just is in one spot and it just grows, you know? Yeah. I feel like for me, it all started off with family dynamics of confusion, like you said. Confusion mm -hmm. of family dynamics. Mm -hmm. Confusion of what it's supposed to look like, what it's supposed to feel like. Right who I'm supposed to mm. be experiencing as far as relationships. So mm -hmm. I feel like it all started, all the pain started from family. And it, you know, makes me have this trauma that carries out in some ways mm. relationships. But I ain't gonna lie. I've been really working through it, but I will, I will, I will be honest. I have some trust issues based off of family dynamics mm -hmm. because it's really hard, you know, and this is a family dynamics being traditional. It's really hard to trust a man these days to be that traditional dynamic of a man being a provider, all of these things being one that keeps you secured, you know, things like that. Yeah. Loyal leadership, things like that, where it makes me, I don't automatically trust any man in that, in that mm -hmm. dynamic ever. And that's scary because you are supposed to trust a man to be in that dynamic, but it's just so hard to find that. So it's well, just like... That's why I feel like, honestly, I would say the most pain with most people is family. Because everything from you growing up from a child to who mm -hmm. you is going to play out a part as an adult. So really, it's, all shit's family. How you grow up, what your childhood was like. That's, I would take that. I don't know though, because some people grow up with a good family dynamic, uh -huh. but everywhere else it's just not it. Exactly. And that's why I feel like if they grow up a certain way and they start to feel some type of way in their adulthood, it still plays a part. Even if you did have a good family, what yeah. what was missing for you to grow up a certain way that's so opposite of you having such a on paper good family mm -hmm. type shit you know what i'm saying yeah i feel that i feel that for sure 
So another thing that I want us to talk about is what are some things that God has been sharing with y'all? Like, like, um, would you say that you have a relationship with God? Like, would y'all say that y'all have a relationship with yeah. God? In yeah, a way? my own way. I feel like he, I feel like he told me like to. I feel like he give me a lot of signs. Like, to mm-hmm. if I just diss myself from certain people, I'll do better in their life. Yeah. I feel like that's how it is. I feel like I'm alone more. Get closer to him. And mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like I'm better off solo. Like, that's what you try to tell me. Like, I'm better off without a boyfriend. I'm better off sticking to my family. I think that's exactly what he told me. Just stick it to my, just stick it to my family and my money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Family and my money. He telling me. Oh, for sure. I feel that. I God been telling me the same thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like, telling me like <laughs> stick to your family. No relationships, no nothing. Just stick to your family. Yeah. Right. And I don't know how it's like just look like one day I woke up on my sleep and I was just like nah, it's like I, I don't care about it. it's like I don't care about it. it's like I don't care about it. I don't care about nothing anymore. Like, I I just like rather just like I rather just like this myself instead of like try to prove a point. Mm-hmm. I don't care no more. Like I'm just nauseous. Yeah. I don't care about nothing no more. If you want to do that. Do what you want to do. Mm. Do what you want to do mm. on your time, not on my time. Like not with me. Mm. I, I feel that. I feel like that. I feel like I'm numb now to a lot. Yeah. I say numb. Period. Mm. Mm. Sure. My know. I think I'm healed. I know I'm healed. I think I'm healed as far as yeah. relationship. Like I just don't care about nothing no more. Yeah, and I feel like that's that's how you know. Years. He was trying to tell me that for years, like just. Focusing yourself, and I was not listening. Right. Then when I finally started listening, mm-hmm. stuff started going right for me. Like a lot of stuff started going right for me. Right. I feel like right when you start listening to God and God telling you to leave people alone mm-hmm. and leave certain situations alone, and that's how how you know you're healing. Because a lot of times, God can give us that same advice. And we don't be healed, and we be like, nah, fuck that. I'm finna be on this and that. No, that motherfucker gonna oh, feel God. me. And that is gonna feel me. The nothing I do when I'm mad. Right, nothing I do when I'm mad is like, I don't know why. Well, I used to do it. I stopped doing it. I learned that it wasn't his fault. It was my fault. I used to try to like blame him. Like, why am I going through this? Whole time I'm going through it because of me, not because of him. Like, he, mm. I'm like, he's just giving me life, life lessons. Like, he's teaching me. To mm, right. And people be wanting, like, after they get out of stuff with people, they be getting so numb to the fact that they yeah, don't want to acknowledge the lesson of why you went through that in the first place. Like, yes. if you wanted to keep repeating, go ahead and not acknowledge the lesson of what you experienced with this person. Mm-hmm. But everybody you meet is a fucking lesson. Oh, right. That's how you teach you. Something with everybody. Some way. Everybody you meet. How you talk, how you perceive this, how you perceive that. And some consensus. Everybody you meet is to teach you something about yourself. Oh, God. So, Java, like, what would you say God has been telling you here lately? Sharing with you Mm. here lately? Mm -hmm. Been making you feel lately, whatever? Uh, uh, Feel actual. I would say God's making me feel actual presentness. Mm. Like just fully being my present without a certain type of energy I'm used to being around me. So, and like the difference of how I've operated through it has told me a lot. Mm-hmm. I often do. And uh, I would think the general consensus of a lot of what I'm being told is to is to really have that confidence in my own discernment because most of what 
has played out, it's like, you knew. Even though you didn't know, you knew. And like, you're like, I just feel like I'm being very much blessed with a lot of wisdom and discernment around my choices I make, so. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I feel like for me, I have been getting so many downloads, so So many many different things from God. Like, God really has been telling me here lately that like, it's your time, like, Earlier, I'm going to just share with y'all what God had actually told me. God had told me earlier um, that what what is what you are desiring, you need to make your manifestations now. And I feel like I have been just thinking about it, but I haven't been manifesting it. Right. Like actively making it exist in the smallest way so that it can exist in the way that I need it to. Right. And it's like crazy to me that like I haven't actually been doing that like yeah I say I am but I'm not being consistent whenever you're manifesting you have to be consistent you know (laughs) so that the energy can you know be consistent you know so it's just like you have to be consistent in it and I haven't really been but it's like that's what God has been telling me is that everything that you're desiring I have the energy out there you just have to make it exist in mm. in any form mm. so that it can be exactly the form that I need it to be. Amen. Because energy can never be destroyed if I exist it. Mm. If I make it exist in any type of way, it has its own energy. Mm. And the only way that it can really, the only thing that can really happen then is just it expanding bigger and bigger and bigger and right. bigger. And okay. so it's just like, that's really what God has been telling me told me earlier fucking today in fact like i just was like Bro. okay all i all i could say was just okay that's how i know it's like i was really planning to like start this manifestation project of like a powerpoint of like oh, wow. what the fuck i really want because you you gotta get that shit down on a vision so they can like they said if you put energy into formulating at least a nice consensus of a structure of a what you want, that's when stuff can really start to play out for real. Right. Because it's like, if you got to set up in your head, everything else in the universe got to set up with you because you got to set up in your head. And right. It's going to do what it needs to do. Right, right. Just got to put it out there into the universe in mm-hmm. any type of way possible. Yeah. Um, Even if it's interpersonal. Right. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to share and talk to you guys about is... Um, y'all know we we all have a like a masculine and a feminine side to us. Like mm-hmm. you know, we all got that side where we could be more masculine, we could be more uh, feminine in those spaces that we need to. So, and doing that, like how how do y'all honor y'all's masculinity and y'all's femininity? I feel like I let my feminine take over. You do? I feel like I do, but like I feel like now to the point to where I just like masculine side is not gonna stop. Like, I feel like it's just very mm. not, I'm not going to stop. But I feel like my feminine side, this shit-wise, don't get me nowhere. Like, as far as being too nice, too girly, mm. like, I feel like that don't get me nowhere. I feel like I got to, like, be more blunt with a lot of stuff as far as You feel like I got to be more stern. Mm. Okay. I feel like I'm too nice. Like, I'm way, way too nice. And I feel like that get a boy's space and time for they can run yeah. with me and they can't do that. But like, what, what makes you too nice? I think I'm just too nice. Like, 
How? I feel like I just like you. I have a question. You know the difference between being nice and being kind? Well, yeah. No. No. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think when it comes off the first topic? What do you think? Being nice and being kind. Being nice is like being polite. I feel like it's the same thing. No, not What's the difference? Well, I feel like I'm because if you really being kind to yourself, you want to let somebody disrespect yeah. you. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, hmm. goddamn. See, I feel like I'm not kind to myself when it comes to you. You just worried it for me. I feel like mm. I'm not kind to myself. I feel like I just put my all into them. Like, mm. yeah. I'm thinking mm. about myself. I think about them more. I think about myself. Like, mm. okay. I'm yeah. always be there for them if they need anything. Like, I'm yeah, just you are it. too nurturing. Yeah, like I will. I'm the type of person that will go broke, and nobody will even know I'm broke because I hate you my last. Like, what? That's why I don't. You know, know I've done that too. I ain't gonna lie. Kindness will save you. There's a major difference. And Lord, right. people need to learn the difference for them. Damn. See, I'm, lear- oh, I'm learning that right now. That's why I said, like, yeah. my masculine side is taking over. Like, yeah. Yeah. Something that I realized is when I'm honoring my masculinity, most of the time, like, let's say, and well, I'm going to just say this. Whenever I'm in relationships with people and if they're doing me wrong, I get more of my masculinity. And that's whenever I really start honoring it because I just show them, hey, I'm going to be in my, mas- my masculine because you're not allowing me to be in my feminine. So you have to deal with this masculine now. What you going to do? Mm-hmm. And so um, that's whenever I really do honor my masculine. Or even whenever I'm single, I really only really like I honor my feminine my feminine side all the time but most of the time whenever I am in a relationship uh and I am getting that other side of duality of being um taken care of being secured being led things like that whenever I am I, I actually being treated with those qualities I am more my feminine but if that's not happening, I'm more in my masculine. And I love my masculine side because I love taking care of myself. I love leading myself. I love doing all these things. Just, you know, sometimes, you know, it would be nice to be able to have somebody do that for me. And I do that a little part time. You know what I mean? But I mean, that's one of I'm mainly honoring um, my duality of my masculine and my feminine. Um, how do you honor your masculine and your feminine? How do I honor it? Well, mm-hmm. shit. I mean, I, okay. I don't. I feel like I'm so. I feel like I got such a nice come and go flow of both of them mm-hmm. that I can't like be like. Okay. How do I honor it? I don't even know how to put that. Because, like. What do you mean by honor? What do you mean? Like, like how do you use your feminine? How do you uh, use your masculine in its highest ability? Oh, I authentically use that shit. Like, when it comes and it goes, you'll see it. And it's authentically itself of what it can be at that time. So I feel like I've actually, ever, ever since, like, knowing the actual real set difference between feminine energy and masculine energy i I feel like i've had a nice duality and no shame behind it because i feel like i don't know i feel like with society and how it's brought up like certain women are like shamed for being masculine in ways and men are shamed for being feminine in ways Mm -hmm. so i feel like 
don't know. I just have a nice, even, steady flow and understanding of them both now to where it's like, I feel like that in itself, me just authentically switching in and out between that is honor within itself. Yeah, so you use it, well, you honor it by using it both interchangeably. Yeah, yeah. yeah authentically, interchangeably, going with the flow. If I feel a need to mm. be some type of way, best bet I'm going to be that type of way. And I yeah. feel like that's a lot of my masculine energy. But at the same time, I feel like I do come off decently. I don't know if I come off that feminine. I feel like I come off mm-hmm. kind of masculine just off of the consensus of height and societally what that deems upon you. Mm. So, I mean... So you're saying with society, you feel like they they morally put you in the category of masculine because of your height, because of... Okay. And I feel like people who are shorter are deemed more feminine because they're short. Yeah, I feel that. And that is so weird how we do that. Like, that just lets you know how it's just like, none of this shit really matters. We just, we just, people just be doing their thing. But um, how do y'all feel about relationship advice? How do y'all feel about it? Like, in general, like... I feel like, I feel like on my end, I feel like that didn't, I feel like it didn't help. Well, I feel like... It helped me because my friends told me, like, before I even start having sex today, my friends told me, like, if you do it one time, you will do it again if you go back. And I did it. I kept going back and I had to learn myself. I feel like relationship life, like, I feel like it really don't matter until you actually have to learn yourself, like. Yeah. Okay. I feel like for me, I feel like when it comes to relationship advice, I I don't want to hear it, but I want to hear it at the same time. I want to hear it for the perspective per, uh, purpose, but not the uh, do this, you know, right, type right, of. Because sure. it's just like, I don't like it when people try to tell some tell somebody how to how to live their life or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I do respect when somebody just want to be like, hey, you know, this could possibly happen. Just, just so somebody can. It's okay to spread awareness, mm-hmm. but to try to course somebody and how to how you feel like a situation mm-hmm. should should be dealt with or whatnot mm-hmm. uh-uh i don't i don't like that at all how you feel about relationship uh advice java well i feel like some people are just doing it need that shit a lot just to hear in their head so at some point can actually download into fruition for them mm-hmm. <laughs> but what's it called me myself I feel like there's a duality between getting relationship advice. Like, you know, always consider who you taking relationship advice from. Yes, yeah, always there. And like how they view life, if they can really see it from multiple perspectives. I think a lot of times people are not able to see the triggers in people and how they have biased views and how that can play a part into the energy of the advice that you're getting. And I feel like right. you should give like relationship advice to certain people because I feel mm-hmm. like when I'm relationship, I don't want to hear nothing you gotta say. I feel like if you just, I feel like you should have told me, but I feel like mm-hmm. I get mad because it's like you tell me. I don't know why I get mad, but I do get mad. Mm-hmm. And then I be like, all right, they was right. I should never got mad. Mm-hmm. I'm so crazy. When I'm relationship, anytime like I'm dumb or anything, I'm gonna eventually like just get mad and cut you off because like why are you telling me that I'm dumb instead of just trying to like exactly. And it's like yeah. the most irritating thing about like people who claim themselves to be 
teachers, like, if you're a really good teacher, you're the best student. Right. Period. Oh, so it's like, if you're not able to, like, help the ignorance and, like, and that's like, that applies to so much, bro, when it comes to race, culture, all that shit. If you're not able to see the ignorance for what it is and deem somebody in a certain light just because of the ignorance and not see that, hey, how the fuck this person supposed to know this shit? What, what, what are you, are you dumb? Because if you calling them dumb just because they don't know something that they weren't taught to bring up to know, it's like people don't think about that because they're too caught up in their own selves. Yeah, I feel that. So this is the part of the episode where we talk about the magic hour. So yeah. who wants to go first for the magic hour for this week or this month? I feel like this job, we come back to this yeah. job was actually good because I'm out there to take my money again. Oh, it focuses on me more. So I feel like this job is actually a good Right. Oh, Y'all, Shannon, she actually has been campaigning. So she's actually back doing it. So yeah, that's her yeah, magic that's hour. Yeah. yeah. Period. What's your magic hour, Java? My magic hour is definitely my present situation and just like how I'm operating it and how I'm grateful for how I am even though you know some things could be better you know ways of thinking could be you know less on the side that you know but at the same time with all of it just gratitude like, like I'm always I'm always saying gratitude goddamn because I need to admit that more and I want to because good for your soul Period. I feel like my magic hour for this week will have to be um, me doing more self-care. I've been doing a lot of self-care. So honestly, that's my magic hour, me pouring more into myself because I'm learning that I used to be a type of giver that didn't that didn't really receive and not that I was looking to, but never received in any type of capacity, whether appreciation, whether just respect, things like that. But now I'm learning to really just pour into myself and to do more for myself so that I could be a reflection of um, what God is doing for me. Because whenever I'm just pouring so much into other people, like I really lose sight of myself and lose sight of what God is doing for me because I'm so worried about what God is doing and how God is moving in other people's lives. So yeah, that's my uh, magic hour. Um, So um, you can plug your Instagram or... Uh, My Instagram is S-E-R-E-N-E dot S-H-A-N-E. Period. Y'all better um, go ahead and follow these beautiful goddesses mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And be sure to be tuned in to DLO Discussions on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so that y'all can um, be notified every time I release a podcast episode. Um, until next time, bye! Bye!